It's time for the Steelman and Thune at Noon with Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Text the show on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, here's Mike Steely and Parker Thune. Yes, sir. Welcome in. It is a Monday edition following the Sooners' route of the Tulsa Golden Hurricane Saturday, 66-17 at Chapman Stadium. Really good performance by Oklahoma. Yes, you can nitpick some. Secondary bit and a couple plays. Had a few issues once, uh, once Tulsa went to Cardell Williams, the uh, run-pass option quarterback for TU. But overall, 66 points. Really good. Dylan Gabriel was uh, tremendous. Receivers were tremendous. Defense was really good. Five interceptions. I mean, Danny Stutzman takes one to the house. And then you see young guys like Nick Anderson, three touchdown catches. Jackson Arnold put that throw right there, man, under duress. Big-time throw by Jackson Arnold. Uh, Jaden Gibson went up, made a great catch for OU. The running game, yeah, you still need some work there. But for the most part, you're looking at an Oklahoma football team that is vastly improved in many areas. Not perfect, not the finished product, not even uh, a team that, you know, I, I would say, yeah, this team's definitely going to win 11 games or whatever. But they have, they have an opportunity. They definitely have an opportunity to get that done. They could beat anybody on their schedule. There's still some teams left that can beat the Sooners on this slate. But I think if you're an Oklahoma fan, you have to feel pretty encouraged. All right, welcome in. Steel Man and Thune without Thune until about 12.35 today. He is over at the uh, Ted Roof and Jeff Levy press conference. We do have the one and only Connor Pasby with us until then. Connor working overtime as usual. This man, he is like uh, a jack-of-all-trades now, does a little bit of everything. Utility man like Jose Akendo back in his St. Louis Cardinals days. How we doing, Connor? How are you feeling about OU right now? Good, Mike. Yeah, it was a, a great weekend. I mean, offensively and defensively, it was really fun to watch. You just have so many guys uh, making plays, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Five interceptions. Uh, they just they feel more comfortable on that side of the ball after a year under uh, BV's system. And you just have guys that have really picked it up a notch from a year ago, and one of those guys is Danny Stutzman. It's been fun to watch him. Uh, play linebacker through these first three games. It's been it's been something else. Danny Stutzman is playing at an all-American yeah. level. There is no doubt the pick six was great. The Sooners again had five INTs on Saturday. Stutzman took one to the house. Gentry Williams early in the game. Trace Ford. It looked like he was going to take uh, he was going to take one to the house as well. Kendall Dolby, Key Lawrence. I mean, uh, it was a great day for the Sooners. Uh, picking off the football on Saturday. So I thought the defense, the run game, second time in three outings, they've held the opposition under 100 yards. Oklahoma's running game, mm, kind of a mystery wrapped in an enigma right now. At times it looks all right. They're starting to get it together, and then there are times where they get stuffed. The offensive line, Savion Bird, is he going to be healthy? Obviously didn't have a great game against SMU, came back, gets injured. Will he be all right? Will we see Caden Green? Will we see Troy Everts? Everett, uh, you know, Barnes and Sawchuck, they were the workhorses on Saturday. And uh, Dalen Smothers came in, had a couple yeah, nice yeah. runs, by the way. Hollywood Smothers looked pretty good, I thought. But uh, no uh, no carries for uh, Tommy Walker. Marcus Major, I think, had one, but got uh, taken off the uh, the box score because of a penalty. So 
Uh, it was it was a day to unleash uh, Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk. I thought both those guys looked a step slow to me, you know, because yeah. they both have really good bursts and they both are coming off injuries. So that's shouldn't be a big shock, and they're not in the game rhythm yet. But I thought just a tad slower than normal. Well, and overall, you're just trying to figure out this running game. I mean, last week it was uh, Tawi and Marcus Major, and this time it was Barnes and Sawchuck. So you're trying to find who who are your guys uh, to be able to run the football. And uh, we know this, but the offensive line has to get much better up there on the front. The pass blocking uh, has been solid so far, but you need some of these running backs to be able to break away uh, some long runs, and we just haven't seen that quite yet. Yeah, and uh, look, Dylan Gabriel's playing at a level right now where he could be invited to New York City, right? I mean, he could be, depending on how many uh, contenders they have there. It looks like it's going to come down to a race between Caleb Williams and Shadur Sanders. We'll see. Maybe Bo Nix gets in the mix when they host Colorado this weekend. But Dylan Gabriel's been fantastic on the season, completing, uh, what is it, 82.5% of his passes 915 yards, 11 touchdowns, one pick. On the one that got picked, he just got – he couldn't put the total oomph Under into throne. it yeah. because uh, he got hit on that play. So, again, I think there are a lot of encouraging signs for Oklahoma. Now, again, you've got a Cincinnati team coming up 11 a.m. Saturday on Fox. Losing to Miami of Ohio in overtime over the weekend. That was a surprise. Emory Jones, though, is still a good quarterback for the Bearcats. 6'3", good speed. Run through a run pass guy, and I do think the uh, situation is going to be uh, that Cincinnati's going to be jacked up for this game. Maybe they overlooked Miami. I certainly think they did, but uh, the Sooners again are a 14 and a half point favorite in this matchup against the Bearcats Saturday morning. So good win for Oklahoma, 66 to 17. Let's hear from the coaches. First, Brent Venables was asked, "All right, you're three and zero again last year, and everybody's talking up the Sooners." You are 3-0 and again this year. So what separates this 3-0 and team from last year's? I do feel like we got a better edge. I think we have more maturity. I think we have a better football IQ. I think we have, again, more competitive depth and, again, uh, hunger, chip on our shoulder, all those things to, you know, to perform, you know, better than we did a year ago. But every team's different, you know. I'm really excited. I really like this football team and, uh, they're a fun group of guys. They're close with each other. and uh, That doesn't always mean you're going to win, but uh, I do believe that uh, we got a, a different level of depth and a different you know, level of you know, overall commitment and a better uh, – again, we had good leadership last year, just didn't have enough. And I think we've got more guys that are capable of winning and more guys that are capable of leading. There you go. Sooners, again, uh, pretty impressive. There are some things. Again, you're never going to play perfect. Uh, you can't have uh, your eyes in the backfield like they did on the two touchdown passes. Macari Vickers on one. I think it was Reggie Pearson Jr. on the other. But once again, overall, this looks like a much better Sooner football team than it was a year ago. All right. Uh, Kevin Wilson and the Golden Hurricane. Let's hear what uh, TU's head coach had to say in the aftermath of the Sooners' win at Tulsa. Played a really good team. They played very, very well. Cannot have the turnovers we had. A week ago, we didn't make plays. This week, a bunch of turnovers. Two weeks in a row, not getting stops. So, playing some good skill. Guys that battled hard. Moving forward, we really felt the next couple weeks would be big. Thought that before the season. Knew we were playing two tremendous teams. But we're not trying to build a program. We're also trying to make sure that 
you just had Kay Ray in here, our seniors, those guys are going out in a, in, in, in a positive note. So big week as we move forward. Tough challenge today, and, and Oklahoma's got a rock-solid team playing well, and that after is pretty good day. There you go. All right, so the Sooners in Cincinnati, 11 a.m. on Fox. want to hear what you uh, have to say about the Sooners through three games. What do, you, what do you like? What do you not like? What are you worried about? What did you see out there through the first three games, the non-conference part of the schedule, that you didn't think uh, you were going to see this year, good or bad? 405-651-3439. Uh, 405-651-3439. Man, Stillwater. There's, <laughs> That's there's what a, the top text we got. There's a mushroom cloud <laughs> over Stillwater. Hey, let me tell you how big of an idiot I am, all right? Most of you know already if you listen every day, but let me tell you how big of an idiot I am. So everybody's talking about South Alabama last week. Oh, man, the South Alabama team, they're more talented than you think, man. I know they play in the Sun Belt Conference, but, you know, they got a chance to go to Stillwater and win. And they're like, seven and a half? Really? Oklahoma State Fair? Give me South Alabama. So everybody I heard talking about it was, was going with South Alabama. So old dummy right here, the old man thinks, well, you know, everybody's going with – this will be a game where Oklahoma State will actually play decent football – They'll win by a couple touchdowns. Give me Oklahoma State as my lock of the week <laughs> in the Ref Royal Rumble. That's what usually happens when you got one side all South Alabama. You want to go the other direction with OSU, but oh my goodness, they got some problems in Stillwater. South Alabama just controlled that whole game. That no, wasn't just was a, no, that wasn't just an upset. No, like they pushed them around. There was not a, anything <laughs> flukish about it. I mean, you can look back at that Central Michigan game a few years back. Flukish, no doubt. Crazy play that uh, cost the Cowboys there, you know, in that upset. But this was, they came to Boone Pickens Stadium and they opened up a big old can of Jaguar whoop ass on Oklahoma State. I mean, it really wasn't close, clearly, as the final score indicated, 33 to 7. So the Cowboys have some problems. They go to Iowa State this weekend, 3 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Matt Campbell's trying to chase down irate fans. In the meantime, that's, that's, that's going to be like a six to three ball game. That should be really entertaining. What was the over and under like thirty six? I haven't like looked. It's, it's probably brutal. really low. It's brutal. <laughs> so again, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, and uh, you guys are hitting up the text line already. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. We've got some good games this week, man. This is a good national slate: Florida State at Clemson, Colorado at Oregon. UCLA at Utah, you got Ole Miss at Bama. Man, Bama did not look good no. uh, in their game at uh, South Florida over the weekend. You got Arkansas at LSU, even though BYU went to Fayetteville and won. Oregon State at Washington State, the two castaways from the Pac 12 playing each other in Pullman this weekend in a ranked matchup. So we've got a good slate. Week four looks really good including the uh, Sooners matchup at Cincy. All right, as you guys know, hour number one always brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. They'll do great work for you. As I've said many times, Tim Lasher, great guy, great Sooner, super reliable on the clutch. So is his company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Danny Okoye, decision time, Wednesday, 630, Oklahoma, Texas, Tennessee. Looks like it's going to be Oklahoma. We'll find out Wednesday. We'll have some Danny Okoye audio coming up for you. We'll ask Parker about that. He was on with uh, Tyler and Travis on our postgame show Saturday right here on The Ref. But uh, once again, the uh, situation is happening on Wednesday at 630 and announcement of commitment from Danny Okoye. All right, break time right here, 405 651 
3439 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We're going to hear from Baker Mayfield, who's 2 0 a little bit later. We've got a Monday night football matchup next week in Tampa between Baker and Jalen Hurts. That should be fun. That should be fun. Both teams at 2 0. All right, just getting warmed up. Parker's going to be in about 1235. Keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. Join the movement. The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. Introducing the next generation at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. And we're talking Sierras. 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab SLT 5.3. Take up to $72.50 off MSRP when you trade in your 2009 GM car, truck, or SUV for qualified buyers. Be part of the new and head to Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of OKC and the University of Oklahoma, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club is one of the state's top-ranked golf courses. Featuring 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes spread across stunning natural landscapes. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF for more information or to book your tee time today. Memberships start at just $100 per month. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared, you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. A special life deserves a fitting farewell. At Primrose Funeral Service, we have been compassionately serving families for over 80 years. Even if it's a long way off, when a future event is important, like a wedding or going to college, we plan for it. Planning for our own life celebration is no different. With pre-planning, Primrose can help eliminate the difficult decisions at a difficult time because nobody should plan for a loss at the same time they're experiencing one. Contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit online at primrosefuneralservice.com. 
Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. This football season, make every game day a touchdown with Chick-fil-A 12th Avenue in East Norman. We believe in creating memorable moments, and what's more memorable than cheering for your team with delicious food in hand? Tailgates, team meals, birthdays, and celebrations, it would be our pleasure to serve you. Call us today at 405-310-3189 for all your catering needs. Sandwiches, nuggets, delicious sauces to tasty gallons of lemonade, sweet or unsweet tea. Be the tailgate champion with the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in Norman. Eat more chicken and boomer soon. All right, Sooners and Cincinnati. Oklahoma's a 14-and-a-half point favorite against the Bearcats, who surprisingly lost to Miami O 31-24 in overtime over the weekend. So the Sooners, I think it was like 9-and-a-half last week, 14-and-a-half now, Oklahoma favored. In this game, 11 a.m. on Fox coming up Saturday, and that means our pregame show right here on The Rep begins at 7 a.m. All right, 405-651-3439. Parker should be here in about the next 15 minutes. He is over there at the uh, Jeff Levy-Ted Roof press conference situation, which happens every Monday, and he'll be at Brent's presser again uh, tomorrow. And so, as you know, Parker doesn't get here till like 1230 or so, Monday and Tuesday. All right, 405-651-3439. We will talk about the uh, Danny Okoye situation with Parker uh, coming up when he gets here in about 15, 20 minutes. And, again, that decision is coming down Wednesday at 6.30 down to Oklahoma, Texas, and Tennessee. Got the 918 that says, worries easy, the offensive line. O-line has been very inconsistent. Uh, They haven't been able to run the football consistently well. You know, at times they look all right. Usually Bill Beatonbow's O-line comes together. Uh, But, again, you you need it to come together pretty quickly because I know Texas struggled with uh, Wyoming. It was 10-10 going in the fourth quarter, and then Xavier Worthy ripped off the long uh, touchdown catch, and Texas scored the final 21 points of the game. But that's still a pretty good defensive line. They've got to get better. 405, I didn't expect the run game to underachieve this bad. My preseason hot take of Dalen Smothers becoming RB2 before the end of the season still looks very possible. Dalen Smothers averaged 10 yards a carry Saturday. Yep. So pretty good, two carries, 20 yards. And, uh, again, uh, I did think that Barnes and Sawchuck just looked about a half step slow to me. Yeah, they did. Yeah, again, and again I, because I think they have both have great bursts, and we saw what Sawchuck did against a really good Florida State defense in the bowl game in the Cheez It Bowl. And again, maybe that's to be expected. They're both coming off foot injury for Javante Barnes. We know that Gavin Sawchuck missed, you know, a lot of training camp, and maybe they're just a little—I don't want to say gun shy, but maybe a little bit out of rhythm too. They're both good backs. They're both good backs. But they looked uh, just a tad slower to me Saturday. 405 here says, Oklahoma receivers are catching the ball 100% better than last year. Just look stronger and more confident. Uh, For sure a strong spot for this team. 
Yeah, the receiving room, Mike, looks <laughs> very solid uh, so far in these first three games. You've got a mixture of speed, and you're starting to see some of these bigger receivers starting to play a part now. Nick Anderson, oh, yeah. Nick Anderson Jaden Gibson, it's nice to see. That ball that uh, you know Jackson Arnold threw to Nick Anderson was, I mean, yeah. couldn't have been placed. That was an NFL throw right there. He had a guy coming right in his face, too. Jackson Arnold, the, the, uh, the Jackson Arnold uh, package, you know, yeah, I don't know the, how you the think jackhammer, <laughs> whatever they're calling it. Look, it's not working. But here's the deal: they are using that. You saw the wrinkle that they had for Stogner right there, right? Yeah, Jackson yeah. Arnold kind of drilled that ball rather than just kind of flick it out there. I think it was to Blake Smith, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Blake Smith. You're right. Yep. But yeah, um, you know they are they are making Cincinnati, they are making Texas down the road. You know, spend some spend some time in the film room, film room and the practice field thinking about that formation i know it's not working great right now the success rate's not nearly where it needs to be you know and i know people are worried man you're running your five-star quarterback in there to possibly get injured this is i think more than anything else a ploy to get other staffs looking at man we got to look at this for a while too yeah. you know so we'll see Try to confuse him a little bit. Well, we did have people you know, talking about that and saying, like, uh, Jackson Arnold's not Blake Bell. He's not 6'6", uh, 250. So don't, don't understand why you're running Jackson Arnold, who's, what, 6'1", 205. So that's some of the complaints. Yeah, it, it's just the threat of the throw because you hear a lot of, again, well, man, you've got a guy who can pound it in there, Tommy Walker, put him in the Wildcat or whatever. Okay, yeah, I get that. But, again, it's also, I think, about the threat – uh, being able to do what they tried to do against Tulsa, giving some uh, opposing coaching staffs a little more time in the field room, a little more time to devote to that in yeah. the practice field. That That's my take, you know, on why they're still going with it. One more here from Illinois from 708. Love seeing Jaden Gibson catch every ball. Also, Jackson Arnold package is so boring. Yeah, it, it has been a little bit boring, but again, I just think it's it's uh, it's kind of a setup situation, in my opinion. But yeah, Jaden Gibson's made some great catches. Yeah, nice catch. balls. He looks. He and Nick Anderson, they both look like NFL guys. I mean, they had three guys go over uh, 100 yards, right? You had uh, um, Jalil Farouk, Nick Anderson, and Andrew Anthony all over 100 yards each. So. Really good, Nick Anderson, three touchdown catches. The video of Rodney celebrating in the stands was that great. That was great, yeah. So, uh, overall, a, a nice trip to Tulsa for OU. Yeah, nice trip. Although, giving up 17 points, but how that went, I mean, you get up 28 to nothing, so that happens when you give up a play or two for a touchdown, giving up to Tulsa. But just overall, when you started getting more guys substituting on defense in that second half, they still didn't miss a beat. Like, they only gave up 90 yards in the second half, and – only gave up three points. I mean, so that's just overall defensively, it was really impressive. They came back, and the second quarter defensively, you know, was once Cardinal Williams got in there, there there were some busts, clearly. Macari Vickers, Reggie Pearson Jr., um, you know, and, and yeah, it was a change-up with a quarterback, but those were just, those were just busts. And uh, got caught looking in the backfield on one as well. Uh, but they cleaned that up in the second half, played a lot better, clearly. That uh man, that first guy for quarterback for Tulsa was not a very good Roman uh, Fuller. Fuller. Oh man, he had the rough end of it. Not yeah, not very good. But sometimes you just got to settle in when you got a QB change like that for OU. It took a few uh, drives to really get going, but after that they were in uh, great spots on the field. You don't see those 
uh, busted coverages like we saw from last year. You've, you got guys who are uh, feels like they're more comfortable out there on the field. Yeah, more depth, and they've they've talked about uh, competitive depth, you know, for months now. Once, uh, you know, even all the way back to spring, but especially in fall practice, and we've seen a lot of that, no doubt about it. We have seen, uh, you know, a lot more. They just have so many more options now. If somebody's not getting the job done, boom, bring somebody else in. Uh, and that's obviously a much better situation for Oklahoma. Drew from Flower Mound, what's he saying? Says, honestly, Steely, I think we should beat everybody on our schedule. The only team that can beat us is ourselves. They've got a great chance, you know. Uh, I know everybody is doing the comparative score thing, and clearly Alabama is not classic Alabama. We know that. But I'm still impressed that Texas went to mm-hmm. Tuscaloosa and won that game. Previous Texas teams would have wilted, uh, you know, in that in that spotlight. And I know that they were, you know, 10-10 with Wyoming. Look, Oklahoma was 14-11 with SMU the previous week, right? Yeah. So if you judge one team, you got to judge them by the same book. Uh, Texas, I still think, clearly is going to be favored against OU. But the Sooners are going to be super competitive. They'll have a great chance to win that game, no doubt. So, yes, I, I think that uh, it's, it's difficult for even your best teams to run the table. But this team, you know, the Big 12, I mean, you look at what happened over the weekend with Oklahoma State and uh, clearly Iowa State, Iowa State losing to uh, Ohio U. They, did, they didn't get on the scoreboard until the fourth quarter. Yeah, Baylor again, I know it's 30-7, to but that's Long Island University, really. <laughs> um, you know, and there's some teams that maybe are a little bit better than we thought. West Virginia beat Pitt handily in the backyard brawl. Um, you know, Kansas State was one of those games where oh we're like, gosh. oh, Kansas State's just going to give it to him, win by a couple scores. But You need that in the Will Winery sweepstakes. So Luther Burden, you know, once committed to Oklahoma, was fantastic. But K-State uncharacteristically beat itself with a lot of penalties, a lot of things that they normally don't do that they did in Columbia over the weekend. So that was a big win for Eli Drinkwitz and Mizzou 30-27, 61-yard field goal. I know. <laughs> he barely got that over, too. And Colorado, man, I know we're talking national here, but they got it done. I got sick Saturday during the pregame show. I don't know what's going on with me. I still feel it a little bit. I had to leave the pregame yeah. show, so I went back, watched all the games. I was trying to hang with Colorado, Colorado State, made it to halftime. I told Shay, I said, I gotta go to bed, man. This is this is just killed me. I'm exhausted. She, I said, you want me to leave it leave it on? She goes, Yeah, I'm gonna watch the game. So Shay stayed up and watched whole the game. whole game. I said, Did you stay up for the whole game? She goes, Yeah, it was a great game. But I, uh, I, I'm I'm with Shay. I fought my butt off till I think it was one fifty a.m. Both. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I once it got into overtime, like you gotta be kidding me. Then Jay Norvell, they should have went for two. Yeah, on the he first was way one. too wimpy. Jay, Jay Norvell's a great guy. Uh, I, they look like the better team, but man, he was way too conservative. Go for the win, and then the the safety from Colorado State. Come on, man, that was look, cheap shot. Yeah, and there are a lot of people out there that are tired of all the you know the braggadocious uh, stuff going on, and you know showing them the watch you know, with Dion. I tell you, it's working for Dion. It's working for Dion. A lot of it, I, I don't like this, oh, they made this personal, you know, in every single game, but it's working so far. Now, if they get to Oregon and win this week, look out. I don't think they will, 
but uh, they're finding ways to get it done. But Colorado State should have won that football game, and they did not. All right, we got a break right here. Riverwind Casino, by the way, 3,000 electronic games, best games, best promotions, best bars and dining. We had a great rock show uh, at the Showplace Theater last Friday. Hall of Famer Chicago were great. We've got another show coming up this Friday night at the uh, Showplace Theater, Joe Nichols and Tyler Farr. And then on October, down the road, we've got uh, Foreigner, October 6th, Carly Pierce, October 14th. And don't forget the Fall Beats and Bites show, which is happening outdoors on the Coupe Works Beats and Bites stage, October 22nd, the Gin Blossoms and Tonic. Get out and play with your wild card today or tomorrow because you earn, for one entry, for every five points on your wild card, you're going to get five times the entries today. And tomorrow, you'll have a better chance of hearing your name called in the 50K Harvest Winnings promotional drawings on Saturday. So always a great chance to win. Always going to be entertained and eat well. And if you stay at the hotel, you'll sleep well as well because that's a big-time hotel attached to the casino. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Break time right here. Parker will be here any minute. We'll keep reading all these texts. Stay with us right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's Raymond and Austin. We're back on All-Star Sports Radio. Celebrating their 30th year, our sportsbook and casino sponsor, BetUS.com, is offering a 125% sign-up bonus plus up to 30 risk-free bets. It's called Bet Protect, the perfect offer for crazy plays, like the famous butt fumble. It's the GOAT of embarrassing plays. <laughs> really, remember when you bet me you could do a live show with a GOAT as your co-host, and he face-kicked you? Thankfully, I didn't take the under on that one. Anyway, folks, get Bet Protect today. The industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus plus up to 30 risk-free bets. BetUS.com, where the game begins. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit kref.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt, say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is back, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do. Go see Kathy and her staff at Joe's. They have tons of specials, like this month on Jack Daniels, Malibu Rum Cocktails, Relax Riesling, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., and noon to 5 on Sundays. 1330 East Alameda, right here in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. Are you ready for fall sports, outstanding deals, and of course, more delicious chicken? Call the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in Norman at 405-310-3189. It would be our pleasure to serve you, whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. Boxed meals to nugget trays to gallons of lemonade and iced tea. We have plenty to offer this fall, including the brand new honey pepper pimento sandwich with the caramel crumble milkshake. Call 405-310-3189 and remember, eat more chicken. 
I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Join us this Friday and Saturday, September 22nd and 23rd for our Thailand Gem Show. Newt and Ryan had an amazing trip and came back with more than 1,000 gemstones, over 2,500 carats of gems. We went direct to the source, so the prices allow you to choose something bigger and better. Thinking about a fabulous gemstone for an anniversary or birthday, or maybe Christmas? Come see me this Friday and Saturday. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Hey Sooners, did you know you can invest in a highly diversified venture capital fund without using any cash? All you have to do is shift some money from your IRA. I'm OU alum James Spann, founder of Boyd Street Ventures, and we'd be happy to show you how. When you invest in a BSV fund, you're investing in under-the-radar, Oklahoma-connected companies that could deliver above-the-crowd returns. Check us out at BoydStreetVentures.com. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Does your banker know your business, the challenges you face, and what makes you unique? At Armstrong Bank, we're dedicated to understanding your business and working alongside you. A true partnership is more than financial transactions. It's support, trust, and attention. This is how we make businesses stronger. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Contact our knowledgeable bankers to open your business account. Member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, he has arrived. He is Parker Thune. How was the old Ted Roof, Jeff Levy presser? Well, I'll tell you, Steely. Nothing nearly as entertaining as we had last week, naturally. I mean, when you're coming off a 66-17 to victory where literally everything was working, offensively and defensively for the Sooners. Well, not literally everything. It wasn't a perfect game, but... When you dominate a team as thoroughly as Oklahoma did on Saturday, yeah, there's no not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of terribly insightful commentary to give. It's like, okay, well, we throttled them. Well, going on the road again this week, kicking off conference play. Cincinnati will be a challenge. Yeah, so all very run of the mill stuff. There you from go, Lebby and Roof, as you would expect for a Monday. All right, four zero five six five one. 3439, Kanipa Myers Chevrolet text line. We'll go back there in a minute. But first, Danny Okoye, Wednesday night, 6.30, decision time, commitment time for Danny Okoye. He was on the ref postgame show from Tulsa on Saturday. And uh, Tyler and Travis ask him his thoughts right now on uh, what he thinks of the OU defense through three games. I mean, I'm definitely seeing the, the change in the, in the energy. You know, last year was definitely a, a – a rebuilding period for OU. You know, they were going through a lot of changes and trying to adjust to a lot of different things. But this year, I definitely think that, you know, things have clicked and they're definitely, they've definitely built a lot of momentum just from people, you know, seeing the season they had last year and thinking, you know, maybe OU isn't all that. And then they took that and turned it into something else. And now they doing what they did for the past three weeks. You know, every game that they played, they've had, had good defense. They've run good plays. They've executed their routes well. And I haven't seen anything I didn't like. 
Let's just all take a moment to recall that if Mike Gundy and his staff had bothered to recruit this kid with any ounce of consistency, he would probably be an Oklahoma State Cowboy right now, which is very much contrary to the norm for in-state kids in Oklahoma. Typically, the way it works is the guys that don't get heavily recruited by Oklahoma are the ones that land at Oklahoma State. In this case, Oklahoma State had the inside track with Danny Akoye. Mom was a big OSU fan, right? We are 48 hours away from his commitment. And because of a various series of missteps on the recruiting trail by the Oklahoma State staff as it pertains to Okoye, the kid is on the verge of being a Sooner. Feel good that it's going to be Oklahoma Wednesday night then? I do feel good that it's going to be Oklahoma, and if I'm Danny Okoye right now, boy, am I thankful that this recruitment took the turn that it did because imagine committing to Oklahoma State these days, Steely. Uh, what a debacle that was Saturday night. I'm... Have you been keeping up with Mike Gundy's press conference today? Uh, I have not he really said today. some truly bizarre things. Okay. Let me give you a sample. All right. He was asked how his Oklahoma State quarterback room graded out after the South Alabama loss. His response was, they were all pretty good. He was then asked if his program's major problems can be fixed, to which he responded, I don't think we have major problems. Steely, this is a program that just got skull-dragged on their home field by South Alabama, mm-hmm. a program with all of one Power 5 win heading into that game in the history of their organization. Yeah, and like I said, there was nothing flukish about it. They, they dominated the football game. So Oklahoma State, you know, Mike usually does a really good job. This was a real head-scratcher. And I know a lot of people, I'm such an idiot because I heard everybody talking about, yeah, South Alabama has got a great chance to go win, blah, blah, blah. They've got a lot of talent. Okay, yeah. I thought this would be the game that Mike shuts up some of the fans. Oh, no, not even close. I thought they might win by a couple touchdowns, showing once again that I'm an idiot because the Jaguars, uh, again, came out and uh, dominated that football game, absolutely dominated that football game. It didn't help that Jaden Bray dropped a touchdown pass on the very first series of the game, or maybe you get a little bit of a different outcome. Possibly he's wide open. He's going to the end zone. Caught, no dropped. And everything went south from that point on. All right, so Okoye, Texas, Tennessee, and Oklahoma. And on the confidence scale, you're really confident, like 9 out of 10 confident, 8, 5, 7, 5, 10. Where are you? For Okoye on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. 9 out of 10. There you go. There you go. All right, uh, Justin Harrington and the Cheetah situation has gotten interesting, right? Because uh, we're hearing that Harrington's injury is more serious than previously thought, and it certainly didn't look good. Jason McCullough didn't play over the weekend either, but what's the update there? Yeah, so on Justin Harrington, it is an injury that's going to cause him to miss some time. With Jason McCullough, what was interesting on Saturday was he went through warm-ups mm-hmm. as if he was going to play. Right. In uniform, kind of, kind of what Josiah Wagner has done through the first three games of the season. I don't know if that's really been talked about, but Josiah Wagner has been suited out for all three games, has not touched the field yet. So much in that same vein, DeSal McCullough was suited out and ready to roll on Saturday, didn't end up playing. That was more of a precautionary measure than anything else. But I would expect you get McCullough back this weekend against Cincinnati. Um, that'll be 
That'd be something of a homecoming for the McCullough family because obviously they've got roots in and around that area. Day was committed to Cincinnati for quite some time before Oklahoma came knocking. But yeah, I think Desan's back this week. Obviously what Peyton Bowen has been able to do through the first quarter of the season has left many fans very, very encouraged about what he can bring to the table as a safety and as a cheetah. And so if Justin Harrington is forced to miss substantial time, yeah, it'll sting. That was a guy that was really on the verge of putting it all together, and you feel bad for him that an injury has derailed things right as he was seemingly hitting his zenith as a football player. But I I will say he was in great spirits on Saturday. A guy that was walking around, dapping up his teammates, smiling. If you didn't know, he just suffered that knee injury the previous week, and it was going to cause him to miss some time, miss some action. You would not have guessed that because, like I said, he was in excellent spirits. So glad to know that it's not affecting Harrington's psyche. At least it wouldn't seem that way. And I don't know, time will tell how much it affects the OU defense, but I think the emergence of Peyton Bowen alleviates some of the sting of losing a guy like Harrington for a few games. All right, and uh, the Danny Okoye sound, our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central with clinics in Midwest City, Norman, and now the new Tri-City location, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full-service clinics do a great job treating orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. Thank you to Ortho Central. We got time for a few texts? Easily. Ethan Downs hater has chimed in. Oh, jeez. Both of you clowns owe me an apology and name change for mocking me when I said Ethan Downs starting would be a bad sign. Funny how that crow tastes. I think one of you even went on Twitter at one point mocking me. Idiots. What is he talking about? Does Ethan Downs have like four (laughs) tackles over the weekend and one for loss? I, I, I missed the part where Ethan Downs sucked through three games. Some people. I thought like Ethan Downs was like their fourth or fifth leading tackler and had uh, was in on a tackle for a loss. Trace Ford looked really good. Man, it looked like he was going to take that to the house for Harrington for a few games. Uh, question mark from the nine one eight. Is there any chance if this is more severe than they thought? Medical redshirt type situation could if it got that drastic for him. Yeah, and look, I think it's one of those injuries where the rehab process is and how quickly and how smoothly everything goes dictates how much time he misses. Uh, and I don't want to get into too many specifics because, you know, that's that's not something I do is get into we'll just a great say deal of specifics on the injury. It's, but it's more serious than yeah, we thought it was initially. Well, and it's not the type of injury you want to risk aggravating. Right. Because at that point it has the opportunity to – cause you to miss much more time so I that timeline should be considered fluid but you know, I have been told by a couple folks that it is within the realm of possibility that he is held out for the remainder of the season and at that point uh, you would look to get that kid a medical red shirt to come back for what would be a seventh year of college football at that point all right we got a break 405 405- Oh, my gosh. What is it? Oh, I'm just an Ethan Downs hater won't give up. That, that guy needs really a serious hobby. Five-star texter Cherokee Sooner says, I want Ethan Downs hater in a cage match. What a tool. <laughs> 405-651-3439. Uh, so Ethan Downs hater spends his entire existence watching Ethan Downs highlights. 
there in he's in Arkansas too, really? I just noticed that. Uh huh. What is his issue? Buddy, you can go out and go fishing or, you know, enjoy like some kind of a hobby and get uh-huh. away from just continually thinking about Ethan Downs. The Ozarks it's, are right there, homie. It's borderline Ted Bundy obsessionish. <laughs> it's not pretty at all. All right, we're going to take a break right here, coming right back on the Home of Sooner Fans. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venables' fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF Store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. It's time. All we want to think about is football and basketball season, but it's also insurance season. November 1st to December 15th is open enrollment for your individual medical coverage. It's the time you need to pick a new plan or update your income to avoid tax penalties. If you're uninsured, it's the only time to buy individual medical plans for 2024 without a qualifying event. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or 800-580-5587. It won't cost anything and could save you a lot. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. Dreaming of your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighborhood and let Signature Custom Pools help you create the perfect poolside paradise. Their professional design expertise can transport you into your own mystic falls, suburban sanctuary, or Mediterranean retreat. Settle into an endless vacation. Entertain your family, friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is back, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do. Go see Kathy and her staff at Joe's. They have tons of specials, like this month on Jack Daniels, Malibu Rum Cocktails, Relax Riesling, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., and noon to 5 on Sundays. 1330 East Alameda, right here in Norman, or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. 
Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Serving in Afghanistan... I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Steelman and Thune here on the Home of Sooner Fans, Monday edition following Oklahoma's win over Tulsa, 66-17. Cincinnati, 11 a.m. on Fox this Saturday. And our pregame show begins at 7 a.m. right here on the Ref Radio Network. How did you enjoy Tulsa? Looked like a great atmosphere. Tulsa was a great atmosphere. I was very, very impressed. It I mean, look, you get inside at Skelly Field, and it looks like a high school stadium mm-hmm. from the field. But when that place gets packed out, man, it's got a great sound system, got a really nice press box. The fans, the Tulsa fans showed out surprisingly well. Obviously, the Sooner contingent there was strong. So, all in all, it was a great game day atmosphere, Steely. No complaints here. No complaints whatsoever. Tulsa is a uh, Tulsa's a cool city, no doubt. A lot of history there, a lot of cool places, and the atmosphere looked great. The sellout crowd was awesome, and uh, again, the Sooners get the dub, 66-17. Did you think that uh, Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuck looked like they were just a half-step slow? And you can understand maybe why, but what did you think? Because we saw... You know, we didn't see a carry for Tawi Walker. We saw one for Marcus Major, but didn't even go in the box score because it was called back for a penalty. But what did you think of Barnes and Sawchuck? Yeah, I'll be honest, man. You know how much of a Javante Barnes fan I am and have been. I just, I haven't been terribly impressed with Javante Barnes through three weeks and was not terribly impressed with the the way he ran the ball Saturday against Tulsa. Sawchuck is very clear. I think you're right. He's very clearly not where he was, say, last year in the Cheez-It Bowl against Florida State. Right? He did have a burst that day, 
and throughout that game that he doesn't have right now. And obviously, he's both Barnes and Sawchuck have been banged up, so it's understandable to a certain extent. But man, I I do think it was maybe the most bizarre aspect of the game on Saturday was that Tawi Walker did not record a carry. Yeah. Very strange. So, I mean, the guy, the, uh, again, the guy with the hot hand, and we heard Jeff Levy say that they were going to ride with hot hands in the backfield. The guy with the hot hand, after 142 total yards on 23 touches a week ago, did not get a single touch against Tulsa. Weird to me. Dylan Gabriel have a shot to be in New York City? The way he's playing? A shot? Absolutely. I mean, look, I know it's three games, and I know you can say Arkansas State and Tulsa, okay. And SMU, uh, you know, the, that's not the steel curtain defense, and it's not the 85 Bears. We get it. But still, he's been pretty good. And even the one that, um, you know, that was intercepted, really he couldn't plant, make a strong throw there because somebody was right in his face. But he's been really good. Been really good. Spreading the ball around. And, man, if there is a position that you look at, and, you know, because Marvin Mims was gone, uh, you know, clearly their best receiver, and you thought, all right, who's going to step up? They've got a lot. They got a lot of weapons there. Farouk has been really good. Nick Anderson, three touchdown catches. Andrew Anthony, all those guys had over a hundred yards. Drake Stoops caught a couple couple touchdown passes. Uh, Petway got in again. Uh, you know, had a couple throws go his way. Jaden Gibson had a big time catch again. He's been catching footballs in traffic and looking really good. Um, so that receiving core looks really good, too. Really good. How about the football that Jackson Arnold threw to Nick Anderson with a guy in his face? And I mean, absolutely. Gorgeous. I mean, that is an NFL throw right there. I mean, just right in the breadbasket, in stride, guy bearing down on him in his face. Boom. Touchdown. And Nick Anderson with the yards, the uh, yak yards, pretty impressive too. So, you've been the president of the Nick Anderson fan club, and the fan club is seeing a lot of uh, momentum right now. Oh man, I and look, it is human nature to enjoy being right. I enjoyed watching Nick Anderson immensely on Saturday because that performance was exactly why I've been telling folks all off season. Buy your Nick Anderson stock now and hang on to it because that kid is going to be exceptional. And you yeah. saw that potential on Saturday. And when a guy does what he did, not once, not twice, but three times, you have no choice at that plan, uh, at that point but to implement him further into the game plan and give him a greater share of the snaps and targets and find ways to get him the rock. O-line, uh, yeah, I agree with Les in Hayes, Kansas. The uh, run blocking needs to be better. Uh, Savion Bird, you know, did not play well against uh, SMU. Went out of the game Saturday. We saw some Caden Green. We saw some Troy Everett. What do you think's going on there? Because the run game has been very spotty. Yeah, Jeff Levy talked about that today. Uh, it's very clear that they're trying to work some things out up front. And moreover, they were, and Lebby said this after the game on Saturday, actually. He said, look, they weren't really trying all that hard to establish the run against Tulsa. With what they saw on film, they were trying to air it out, let Dylan Gabriel cook, and dominate the Golden Hurricane through the air. And they did. So I take the struggles in the run game with a grain of salt when you look back on that game Saturday. But by the same token, 
Yeah, the the blocking has not been terribly impressive. The play of the backfield outside of Tawi Walker has not been terribly impressive. There is room for improvement. There is room for growth. But I I also feel as though they've been holding a lot back, like more than people realize. Do I know that for a fact? No. And we'll get a sense of how good that offensive line is and how talented these running backs are for real when they face Cincinnati this weekend because Cincinnati's not a great football team. They just lost to Miami of Ohio over the weekend, but they do have an excellent front four and a guy in Dante Corleone who's a bona fide superstar. So. The Corleone family's very dangerous. We know that. Very Leave the gun, take the cannoli. All right, got to get out of here for hour number one. Want to thank last year Home Comfort Systems, 405-651-3439. That's the uh, actually that's the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Last year is 405-579-3113, 405-579-3113. Had to call an audible there. The brain got very confused. It happens now at this age. All right, we've got uh, Jesse Crittenden next hour. We'll hear from Baker Mayfield, Dion and the Buffs, now the epicenter of college football. That and more coming up. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Fowler Auto Group is proud to be a part of your community where our passion and values lie far beyond the show. We believe that families, sports, art, and culture are at the heart of every thriving community. And it's important to us that we help build the communities that our dealerships call home. Stop by any of our six Oklahoma dealerships or visit FowlerAuto.com to see the Fowler Standard hard at work. We pride ourselves on being friendly, helpful, honest, and fair. That is what drives us every day. Fowler Auto Group, a proud partner of OU Athletics. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. Oh, that's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Oklahoma football is the best, and Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner has been Sooner fans' favorite OU shop for more than 45 years. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Choose from great polos from Jordan, Nike, Columbia, Antigua, and women's tees and fashion tops that'll get you game ready. You will also find something for the younger Sooner fans with sizes from newborn through youth. There's a large collection of OU hats, including the new Hui hats. With their selection of socks, Balfour literally has you covered from head to toe. But they are more than just a t-shirt shop with everything you need for tailgating or watch parties, serving pieces, barware, and even framed art of Sooner greats and other decorative pieces. If it says OU, Balfour has got it. You can count on Balfour of Norman for the best selection, quality, and service. Or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Get geared up at Balfour of Norman, 792 Asp Avenue on Historic Campus Corner. There are many ways to celebrate a life. 
For over 80 years, Primrose Funeral Service in Norman has been providing comfort and guidance to families in memorial planning. Prearranging a memorial is the best way for families to take it slow. Talk in a calm, compassionate environment away from the stress and sadness of loss. Primrose Funeral Services offers prepaid plans that protect your loved ones from hard financial decisions at a difficult time. Contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit them at primrosefuneralservice.com. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Italy three men when Jesse Crittenden joins us later. He will be with us on the uh, Riverwind Casino Hotline at 135. Get his take on the Sooners and uh, Tulsa in the uh, matchup at Cincinnati this weekend. Last week it was at nine and a half. The last I saw, now it's up to fourteen and a half. Oklahoma. Favorite against the Bearcats after Henry Jones and company lost to Miami of Ohio over the weekend in overtime, 31-24. Any other uh, thoughts on the uh, Oklahoma-Tulsa game before we move into some national stut- uh, stuff? Sooners did have five picks on defense. Danny Stutzman, pick six. Gentry Williams, Trace Ford, Kendall Dolby, Key Lawrence. Um any other things stand out to you from the game over the weekend? Well, one thing that did stand out, and you just touched on it, but I don't think you even need to add the caveat, yeah, it was Tulsa for this observation to hold up. The Sooners were advantageous when presented with the opportunity to create turnovers, which is not something that we are particularly used to seeing from this defense yeah. in years past. And so, again... Some people will write that off as, well, they were playing an inferior opponent. Sure, they were, but some of those plays that the Sooners made on the ball, I think most specifically of Stutzman's interception as well as Kendall Dolby's interception, those aren't plays that we're used to seeing Oklahoma defenders make. Big-time plays, yeah. Uh, Alex Grinch used to preach it all the time, you know, turnover, turnover, turnover. That dude couldn't order it. They wouldn't even give him a turnover in the McDonald's drive-thru. Uh, it was that bad. Of course, he went out with Muleshoe, and they like had the the best turnover ratio in the country last year. That's which what was Speed crazy. D do, baby. Uh, is it? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, Cincinnati though is going to be um, the biggest test for Oklahoma yet coming up. And I like SMU's offense, but I think that atmosphere this weekend. And I know it's eleven a.m. It's a rooster on Fox. Uh, so it's not like the students would be, you know, in an evening situation there. It's still Oklahoma coming to Nippert Stadium Saturday nights, and it is still a uh, an opportunity for Cincinnati to take down a Blue Blood program. And clearly they were uh, disappointed to lose to Miami over the weekend. But uh, the Sooner defense traditionally, even when they've been pretty good defensively, good, solid mobile quarterbacks have given – and they – Every defense has an issue. You know, that's why so many guys are run-past guys now, right? You have some classic drop-back guys. 
like Roman Fuller last Saturday, who Oklahoma ate alive. But uh, Emory Jones is one of those guys. At 6'3", pretty good speed, uh, the Sooners will be challenged in this game. The question is how much. How much are you believing now? Because the, the question, we played the soundbite. I don't know if you heard it on the way, but Brent was asked, all right, well, you guys were 3-0 and a year ago, and everybody was talking, well, look at Oklahoma. And now you're 3-0 and again, and there's more buzz again. What separates this year's team from last year? And he talked about competitive depth and experience in the system. What do you think um, – how much better do you think this 3-0 and Oklahoma team is – as compared to the one we saw last year in the non-conference. It's definitely better. Night and day or just significantly better? What do you I, think? I would not say night and day. I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. I have seen substantial improvement across the board from this football team. Improvement that would lead me to believe, based on the overall trajectory of the rest of the Big 12, as well as the face value ease of the schedule that Oklahoma's playing – I I would say this team, if I didn't already believe they win 10 games, I certainly believe they win 10 games now, and I believe they go to Arlington. Yeah. Because right now, the Big 12 has two ranked teams, Steely. It's OU and it's Texas. The Brett Yormark special, ladies and gentlemen, oh right boy. there. It was a rough, rough week for the Big 12. Because consider, Iowa State went on the road and lost to Ohio. Cincinnati lost to Miami of Ohio. So you had two Big 12 teams lose to teams from the Mid-American Conference, mm-hmm. and neither of them were the worst loss of the week for the Big 12 because the worst loss happened in Stillwater. Not to mention, Kansas had to sweat it out against Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won that game by a touchdown, 31-24 to in Reno. Yeah, it was not a good week for the Big 12 at all. Meanwhile, the big national game, uh, did you stay up for it, Colorado, Colorado State? Did you make it? I made it all the way through that game, partially because we were doing the Under the Visor post-game podcast into the wee hours of the morning. So by the time we were done, they were already halfway through the first overtime period. And so I didn't have to stay up too much longer to watch the conclusion of that game. But once Jay Norvell kicked the extra point instead of going for two, everybody and their dog knew how that game was going to end. Super conservative. Come on, Jay. All right, you know, I got sick during the pregame show Saturday. I actually had to leave. It was that bad. Still kind of feeling under the weather, to be honest with you, a little bit. But um, so I was trying my best watching all the football Saturday night. Shay and I are watching that game, uh, you know, uh, what was it, about 1030 or so. And I, I said, I'm just out. This, this bug, whatever I had, has just kicked my butt. I've got to go. i got to go to sleep. You want me to keep the TV on? And she said, yes, Shay. What a trooper. Stayed up and watched the whole game. In the morning I woke up, did you did you stay for the game? Yeah, it was a great game. So she watched the whole game. So major props to my lovely wife, Shay. She made it. I didn't. I went out. I wasn't feeling well uh, Saturday. But looking back at the highlights and everything, yeah, should have, uh, should have been more aggressive, I think, Jay Norvell. Now, the postgame handshake, again, everybody was waiting for. I don't know. What would you think? Anything there? No. No, no. I mean, I couldn't tell what they said. Where with you? Where are you with Dion right now? Are you like, I've had enough, that's it? Or are you, this has been great for college football? Because no place in college football has got more attention than no. Boulder, Colorado. No, not by a long shot. Nobody else is close. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And that's, that's why this looks like a genius move 
for for Colorado because nobody was going to their games. There was no interest at all. And now, at least so far this season, they're the epicenter of college football. Well, it's it's a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. It's fun to turn on the TV and see Folsom Field packed to capacity because this is not there's not been this much interest in Colorado football well ever. But there hasn't. Like, when was the last time Folsom Field sold out a football game? Maybe the days of uh, Bill McCartney and Sal Inessi and Darian yeah, so, Hagan and you know all those guys. And I. A lot of people took issue with Colorado fans rushing the field after beating Colorado State as 24-point favorites at home on Saturday. I didn't take issue with that, Steely, and here's They've why. They've been horrible for decades. It, let those students yeah, have their fun, I mean, man. Come on. Yeah, I get it. That you're acting like they've arrived, and I think it bouldered. They're they're just excited. You know, I, here's the deal. I, I never get why anybody's upset anybody storms the field. Who cares? I mean, look, they looked like they were going to lose the football game. It looked to me like Colorado State was the better team, but they just didn't take advantage of their opportunities. But uh, So I didn't have any problem with that. I really didn't. All right, uh, interesting, this clip from Deion Sanders. He was on 60 Minutes last night. You know, that old show for the olds. Uh, it's still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. Okay. Uh, Deion Sanders... Um, it was interesting because he was asked about, you know, you ran off all these kids. Is that really what college football should be about? And Dion said he wasn't going to apologize for running kids off at Colorado. I think truth is good for kids. We're so busy lying, we don't even recognize the truth no more in, in society. We want everybody to feel good. That's not, that's not the way life is. Now, it is my job to make sure I have what we need to win. That right. makes a lot of people feel good. Winning does. I, I got to push back on this. You're, you're a father of college Five. athletes. Yes. If they called you and say, hey, we got a new coach and they're telling me to get in the transfer portal. I say, son, you must, be, you, you must not be doing well. That's what you'd you, say. You must not be doing well because you should be an asset and not a liability. I'm honest okay. with my kids. There you go. I love that answer right there. I think he's right. And again, there was a lot of dead weight clearly at Colorado, but... Um, and he's right, I think, about, you know, we want to make everybody feel good in this day and age, and guess what? There's some parts of life that aren't going to feel very good. You're going to get knocked on your butt a couple times. You're going to have to get back up. Sometimes things don't go your way, and you've got to deal with it. So, But um, I don't know. What do you think in Oregon this weekend? Colorado have any magic left in them? Dan Lanning, of course. I know this was way back in the preseason. But he's got the bulletin board material out there, too. I know. This is one that Coach Prime can actually claim as personal. Yeah, yeah. 21-point spread, Oregon favorite, obviously. Is, is it really that wide? Minus Hello. 21. Now, I, I would take Colorado to cover that spread. I would take Colorado plus 21, but I'd take Oregon to win the, win the football game. I don't think Colorado is good enough particularly up front, to go on the road to Autzen Stadium and win. Now, it's been, it's been a fun three weeks for Colorado fans more so than anybody else, no doubt. But what Saturday night against Colorado State showed me is that, yes, this team has a certain aura about it. They got some magic, but they are not ready to play big boy football yet. 
Yeah, Colorado State should have won the game. The only thing that, look, Dion backs up a lot of his talk, and he was one of the best corners in the history of the National Football League. He couldn't tackle, but they didn't pay him to tackle. They paid him to take away one side of the football field, and he did that pretty much every single game. But I've never been a fan of the look at me, all attention on me, super flashy stuff. I just don't like that. But it's worked for this football team. It's clearly worked, and so far he's done a fantastic job. And like I said, they've been the biggest story in college football so far. But I'm with you. I think it ends at Autzen Stadium. That's 2.30 on ABC uh, coming up Saturday. That's wild, a 21-point spread. Yeah, yeah. I would not have imagined it would be that wide, especially with the – the fervor surrounding Colorado football at the moment. By the way, hour number two presented by Oklahoma Generator. We appreciate Oklahoma Generator. You can get in touch with them at okgen.com on uh, the World Wide Web, or you can call them up at 405-321-6631. Did I just say the World Wide Web? Jeez. I don't know. I, I was only halfway paying That's attention old, because Nick Saban is on the old phraseology there. You can find them at HTTP backslash forward slash. You know, jeez. <laughs> oh, gosh. Remember when you had to do that to get to a web address? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now these days you just type in ESPN.com and boom, you're right there. That's right. All right, uh, you could call Oklahoma Generator also at 405-321-6631. Currently offering new customer discounts, a free 10-year warranty with new installations. Break time, coming back. Baker Mayfield's 2-0. We'll hear what Baker had to say about another Buccaneers victory over the Bears because the Bears are who we thought they were. And they didn't let them off the hook. They won yesterday in Tampa. Hear from Baker coming up next here on The Ref. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Mike Steele here for Cavens Group. Do you need help with fire, water, or mold remediation? Cavens is a local company that's been in business for over 15 years in the Oklahoma City area. Because they know you can't predict emergencies, Cavens is available 24 hours a day to help with emergency services or commercial maintenance. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or go online to cavensgroup.com. I really think we need to call a plumber. No, we're close. I can feel it. Come on. Come on. Uh, uh uh-oh. Well, you did it this time. I'm calling Norman Air. The AC guys? Yeah, they do plumbing, too. Visit normanair.com for all your heating, air, plumbing, and electrical needs. Norman Air. Service to the max. Hey, hey, I I think I fixed it. No, no, false alarm didn't fix it. 
I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Join us this Friday and Saturday, September 22nd and 23rd for our Thailand Gem Show. Newt and Ryan had an amazing trip and came back with more than 1,000 gemstones, over 2,500 carats of gems. We went direct to the source, so the prices allow you to choose something bigger and better. Thinking about a fabulous gemstone for an anniversary or birthday, or maybe Christmas? Come see me this Friday and Saturday. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart. Every year, more than 4 million pets enter shelters here in the United States. My friends at American Humane have been helping animals since 1877. The goal is to ensure that pets have a safe shelter, especially during natural disasters. Adopting a shelter pet allows shelters to help more animals awaiting care. Please consider adopting today and take some time to learn more about American Humane's other work at AmericanHumane.org. I had an important job, and it wasn't just a job. It was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was like I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager, Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Jesse Crittenden will join us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline coming up here in about 15 minutes. And we'll get his take on Oklahoma Tulsa and look ahead to Cincinnati. If you want to eliminate reading glasses like the old man here, if you're over 40 like me and I'm way past 40, you're probably either farsighted or nearsighted. You need to call my guy, Dr. Bellardo, and his staff there at the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. I've known him for years and years and years. Totally trust him. Go check him out. See if you qualify for lens replacement or cataract surgery from the experts at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Dr. B and his team. They have been the very best in the vision correction field now for over 20 years in the metro area. Call today at 405-755-7700 for your free consult from Dr. B himself, or just go to ALCOK.com. Like they always say there, if you want to see far, you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Baker Mayfield yesterday in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win over the Chicago Bears. 27-17, Buccaneers win it to go to 2-0. Baker, yesterday, 26-34, of 34, 
317 yards, touchdown pass to Mike Evans, and the Buccaneers again are undefeated. Starting to sound like Baker might be getting some of that old swagger back. When we grow in this offense, continue to get better and better. Um, it's we're going to be able to do whatever we want. The game teams can game plan however they want against us. They can roll coverage over to Mike, but that means Chris is going to have a one-on-one or, or Cade or Trey Palmer, who's made a lot of plays for us, and Devin Tompkins. And um, can't forget about the checkdowns to our backs. They're, they're so good with the ball in their hands. So yeah, we, we've got a really good skill group and. The Lions continue playing really well, and so we just got to keep growing as a unit. Baker's playing good football so far. Playing good football, completing almost 70% of his passes, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, didn't do much in the first half of the game at Minnesota to start the season, but they, they changed things around, and they, they unleashed a much better-looking offense uh, in the second half of the opener. And I thought yesterday – He's not trying to do anything spectacular, but he's made some good throws. He's made tough runs for first downs. He looks a little bit like the old Baker Mayfield so far. What do you think? I mean, my bucks are 2-0, and so I have no complaints. And he definitely – you get the sense he just – he does have some of that swagger back. He's playing with an edge that he hasn't really been able to play with the last few years because of the situations that he's been stuck in. You know, he had he had moments last year with the Rams. I think partially just because after that brief tenure with the Panthers, he had something to prove, and he had a chip on his shoulder. And when he arrived in Los Angeles, he was eager to prove people wrong. I think the benefit of him going to Tampa Bay has been that he hasn't had to worry about whether or not the front office or the coaching staff has faith in him or not. Tampa Bay bought into Baker Mayfield. They gave him the opportunity to be the starter. It's a stable situation that in terms of just overall, I don't know, I guess I guess stability would be the only proper word. In terms of that stability, what he has right now in Tampa Bay blows away what he had towards the end in Cleveland, certainly what he had in Carolina, and then you just – kind of throw the Los Angeles stint out in the wash because he had to learn everything so quickly, which he did a remarkable job of doing. But, you know, let let me put it this way. When we're reflecting on Baker Mayfield's NFL career, are we going to remember him in a Los Angeles Rams jersey? Probably not. True. All right. Uh, By the way, next up for the Bucs, Monday night football matchup, Baker versus Jalen Hurts. Uh, in Tampa next Monday night. One of their uh, two games in the Monday night doubleheaders they have the next couple weeks. So, again, Baker versus Jalen coming up in the Monday night matchup next week, 615 on ESPN. All right. Let's get to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439 on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Jesse Crittenden in the next segment. What do we have? Big Rich in OKC says, Steely, it's called being on a better team with good coaches, LOL. From the 310, Baker has joy for football back. Yeah, look, I think after uh, when it all started to go downhill, when he got the shoulder injury in Cleveland, tried to come back, probably should have had the surgery, but he wanted to show he was a tough guy. That's the mentality of the, the dog pound and everything. And I think, you know, he didn't play well, lost his confidence. And, uh, you know, Carolina was a horrible situation. But uh, Tampa Bay, you know, it's amazing because Tampa Bay used to be a laughing stock 
of an organization for years and years and years and years. With John McKay, what did you think of your team's execution? I'm in favor of it, you know, that kind of stuff. But now they're one of the better organizations in football. So, you know, it's only two, two games, but so far Baker looks really good. Okay, what else do we have? Local Ohio says actually has a line for protection, best skill weapons he's had since he got in the league, and he has a defense that can play. Although he is going against my Eagles Monday night, I love Baker regardless. Hashtag ride with six. There you go. Okay, what else? 405-651-3439. Lesson Hayes, Kansas says, Parker, I was talking to a Nebraska guy yesterday. He said Bricks attended the Nebraska game. He didn't have a clue how Bricks' recruitment was going. Yeah, what's up with Grant Bricks? Uh, Danny Okoye Wednesday. Uh, Michael Boganowski's still out there. Devin Jordan's still out there. Um, who am I leaving out? Eddie Pierre-Louise? Sure. And that's about it? Yeah, I mean, that is pretty much it. Jordan Seaton is still going to officially visit Oklahoma. I don't think much will come of that. But Bricks is the big one that you're waiting on. And, yeah, Nebraska won first win in the Matt Rule era on Saturday. It was a home victory over Northern Illinois. And, look, I, I've said it before, the longer this drags out, the more likely it is that Bricks just stays close to home and decides to play for Nebraska. So you, you don't want to see this one last into October, October or November in my mind. Now – Bricks has gotten a lot quieter. He was already a quiet kid with regard to his recruitment. It's only gotten quieter uh, over the last, I would say, two to three weeks. And so, look, at this point, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he ends up. I don't sense there is a strong lean yet. I, I'd have told you a month ago that there was an OU lean, but again, the farther and farther, the deeper we get into the fall, the less and less likely it is that Oklahoma gets this kid on board. So it's it's getting real close to crunch time for the OU staff. With this. Sooners should get Danny Okoye Wednesday night at 630. That's when his commitment ceremony is happening. Oklahoma, heavy favorite there over Texas and Tennessee. But it looks like it'll be Danny Okoye to Oklahoma Wednesday nights. Uh, 405-651. 3439 from the 580 any Terry Bussey news news no no I, I wouldn't call it news he was in uh college station this past weekend to watch Texas A&M he's gonna go to Baton Rouge this weekend to watch LSU and again the commitment is set for September 28th and I have been told that it is not unlikely that date gets pushed back so September 28th is the tentative date. It might happen then. It might get pushed back. Emmett Jones was at his game Friday night. So the Sooners evidently feel like they have enough of a chance at the kid that instead of going to watch Dozy Ezekama or Elijah Thomas or even one of their 2025 targets like Caleb Cunningham or Isaiah Mosey, Emmett Jones and Oklahoma feel like they got enough of a shot that it was worth showing up. It was worth showing face in Timpson, Texas, or I guess in Wascom is where the game was played Friday night. But, yeah, they're pushing hard for Terry Bussey. It's not often 
well, gosh, I I would love to know how many teams have taken six scholarship wide receivers in the same cycle. I have to imagine that's pretty unprecedented. Mm-hmm. But you are not turning down a kid of Terry Bussey's talent level because he is one of the most dynamic players in the nation. Real quick before we get to a break, the uh, the kid from Norman High, the safety. You've got the PWO, uh, Dax Knowles. Dax Knowles, yep. No much. I, I like him as a player. You know, he's he's one of those local standouts where, he, you know, he maybe doesn't have the measurables, the track times where he's going to be a scholarship guy at the P5 level. But anytime you can identify above average athletes close to home that have a desire to be Sooners are going to lift your program from the bottom up, yeah, bring them on down. There you go. Yeah, he is coming to Oklahoma via the PWO route. Dax Knowles from Norman High School. All right, break time right here. we got Jesse Crittenden coming up. We also have more of your texts on the way. Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet, text line 405-651-3439. Talking Sooners with Jesse Crittenden of OU Insider next. Looking back on Tulsa, look ahead to Cincy this week. We'll do it next here on the home of Sooner fans. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. The changing season is here, and if you're ready for a change, check out the 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $5,250 off MSRP for eligible non-GM owners. There's not a better change than driving a Buick from Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in Orino. Buick sizzle at Dorsey Jones, and when you step out of yours, well, hot, hot, hot. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in Orino, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. You're a member of the Ref Army, and we know you want to show it this football season. Just visit KREF.com, click the KREF store link on the menu, and check out our fresh line of shirts like the official Ref Army tailgate shirt. Say goodbye to the Big 12 with our Thanks for the Trophies shirt, and join us in our pink shirt to salute Julie Venable's fight with breast cancer, for which a portion of every purchase will be donated to Stevenson Cancer Center. Find all of that and more at the KREF store. The KREF store, the home of Sooner fans to suit up for the Ref Army. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. Babes, what are you doing? What? I'm just mowing the lawn. No, it's blazing hot and dry out here. Don't you remember? Smokey Bear says... Avoid using power equipment when it's windy or dry. Where'd you learn this? Oh, it's on... SmokeyBear.com with many other wildfire prevention tips. Right. Thanks, honey bear. Because remember, only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. When it comes to operating your business, time is money. And the last thing you need is something else to take up your time, like managing cash flow or making and collecting payments. Save time and money with Treasury Management from Armstrong Bank so you can focus on what's most important, taking care of your business. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank. Member FDIC. 
Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and I dedicate a lot of my time going fast. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Visit alz.org slash time to talk, a message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Are our love bugs and companions? They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. The one, the only, Jesse Crittenden, OU Insider, joining us right now, Riverwind Casino Hotline on this Monday edition of Steel Man and Thune. Jesse, you were up there, uh, obviously, at Chapman Stadium. You saw the Sooners take down Tulsa 66-17. What stood out to you from Oklahoma's winning effort? Yeah, I think the main thing was was Dylan Gabriel. I mean, it was pretty clear that, that you know, despite you know Jeff Levy's offenses historically being run dominant, they were last year. Uh, you know, to follow that trend, I mean, they came out clearly with the idea of uh, Dylan Gabriel slinging the ball around. I mean, that first drive of the game, he hits Andrew Anthony for 55 yards, uh, and then finds Jalil Farouk on the next play with you know for a 34-yard touchdown. Uh, I think it was it was pretty clear that they they wanted to put the ball in Dylan Gabriel's hands, and he delivered. I mean, 421 yards. Uh, you know, on on over ninety percent completion uh, completion percentage, five touchdowns. Uh, Dylan Gabriel simply now. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's non-conference. It's just three games. They're gonna face tougher competition. Uh, but the thing that stood out to me against Tulsa was was Dylan Gabriel's poise in the pocket, his reads. He was delivering the ball uh, on time, on target, everywhere over the field. And yeah, it's Tulsa, but given given how much the run game struggled a little bit offensively, it was it was pretty impressive to see Dylan Gabriel sling the ball like that. And then defensively, um, outside of a couple of outside of a couple of coverage busts and a couple of lapses, I, mean, I thought the defense was really good overall. Uh, I can't complain too much with five interceptions, but you know, I think the thing that this this coaching staff keeps saying is. Uh, through three games, this this defense is taking advantage of opportunities more than they were last year, and I think the five interceptions could have been six. PJ uh, should have had a, a six interception if the whistle hadn't been blown early. But I think it's pretty clear that that this defense is taking advantage of opportunities they weren't last year. Jesse, did we witness the birth of a star on Saturday with Nick Anderson? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's it's pretty clear what he brings to this offense, right? It's not only speed and athleticism, but it's his frame. He's six foot five. I mean, look at that. 
look at that third touchdown of the day, you know, from Jackson Arnold who put a, uh, you know, a beautiful ball through the air. Nick Anderson catches it around the 20-yard line and drags a, a Tulsa defender uh, about 15 yards to the end zone. Uh, I mean, three catches, 120 yards, the first OU freshman ever to have three scores in a single game. But it was pretty telling. I mean, you can go on and on about how good he was, but uh, it was pretty impressive for one, considering he didn't have a catch last week against uh, SMU. And uh, on Saturday, he only played 18 snaps. So he had three touchdowns and 18 snaps on the field. I think if nothing else, obviously it showed his potential. It showed how impressive he is, you know, what he can do for this offense. But I think he's, he's made a really good case that uh, he should be on the field more. He's, he's a difference maker. He brings something different to this wide receiver group that, that not anybody else can really bring besides maybe Jaden Gibson. Uh, but Nick Anderson does good things when he's on the field. Now I think it's up to this coaching staff to, to find a little bit more consistent playing time for him. A lot looks good through three games for Oklahoma. A lot looked very good uh, last year through three games for Oklahoma. Uh, what what areas concern you right now about this football team heading into the conference opener at Cincinnati? Yeah, I think the main thing is the running game. Uh, I really do. And and again, and you know, you look at the stats through three weeks. Uh, you know, they're not bad. I mean, they're averaging about four point three yards per carry. Uh, but this running game just looks like it's in a little bit of a funk right now. It feels like they've they've got options, but they don't have anybody that's necessarily been been way better than anybody else. Maybe Tawi Walker fits that bill. But if you watch that game on Saturday, um, outside of a couple of decent Javante Barnes runs, this running back group just didn't get a whole lot going. I think the offensive line, um, it's been kind of a work in progress. I think the pass blocking has been a lot better than run blocking. They're still trying to figure things out. They're still trying to figure out that left guard spot. Um, but I think you're still seeing this offensive line group gel. But in the meantime, the, the running back room has just been uh, really interesting. I mean, Tawi Walker was by far the best running back through two weeks and then uh, played six snaps on Saturday. Didn't see a carry as, as this uh, coaching staff tried to get Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuck pretty much all of the work. But you know, Gavin Sawchuck, you know, dealing with that injury in fall camp, he hasn't looked super explosive like he did in that cheese it bowl last year. So uh, maybe concern is too strong of a word. Uh, you know, I, I'm still confident that, uh, that, that Javante Barnes and, and Gavin Sawchuck will, will look really good. We'll run that running back room. Maybe Tolly Walker is a legitimate weapon in that backfield, but through three weeks, it just hasn't been great. It hasn't been smooth. And you would think that, that against Tulsa, they would be able to run all over them. And that simply didn't happen. I think that was particularly telling in the first half where, you go into halftime, OU's attempted 22 passes to only 13 rushing attempts. So I think as we go into this weekend, I think the running back room is maybe the most interesting thing to watch as this team begins conference play. Jesse, I want to ask you a bit of a big-picture question here. Cincinnati just lost to Miami of Ohio in overtime. Iowa State, well, it turns out half of their roster is degenerate gamblers, and they just lost to Ohio on the road. Those are Oklahoma's next two opponents before the Red River showdown. Is there any degree of concern from your perspective that maybe the road has become a little too easy for the Sooners heading into that matchup with the Longhorns? I, I mean, I, I think you could certainly make that argument. I mean, I, I mean, other than I mean, other than a little bit of that SMU game, OU hasn't really been tested. I don't really expect them to be tested. Uh, this weekend that Iowa State defense is still really good but I, I think that's also a game OU should 
um, should handle pretty easily. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you would have liked to have had a better challenge. I mean, this point last year, I mean, OU had, uh, you know, the losses to Kansas State, which was a really close game, and then, you know, obviously the blowout loss to TCU. So they had already faced plenty of adversity. We'll see what happens these next two weeks, but I, I don't expect that to be the case at all this year. But the reality is, if you're this OU team and you really are confident you're playing better on both sides of the ball, you're really confident that um, that this defense is much improved, you're really confident you can go win the conference, you're, you're, you're confident that you've got competitive depth, that you've got young guys that can make an impact, I, I don't think that should matter. I, I really don't. And I, and I think that's going to be the message that Brent Venables preaches to this team. And, and if you need any other motivation, I, I think show a picture of the scoreboard from last year's OU-Texas game. I mean, 49 to nothing. So I, I think if nothing else, you know, I, you would probably like there to be a little bit of adversity. But even if OU handles these next two games really well, there's still things to figure out. I think they're still figuring out the offensive line. They're still figuring out the running game. I think they're still figuring out the wide receiver rotation. That defense has been good, but, you know, again, they had a couple of pretty bad lapses in coverage against Tulsa. There are still things to figure out there. So, if nothing else, think of these next two weeks as a way to really kind of cement some of those things before you head into what should be by far the biggest test in these first six weeks and maybe the biggest test of the season in Texas. Jesse Crittenden, OU Insider, with us uh, for a few more minutes. All right, the cheetah position, uh, Teddy Lehman, I remember hearing Teddy say that the way that Justin Harrington was playing, uh, you know, in camp and everything, he, you know, things broke right, might have a chance to have like an All-American year there. But clearly the injury to him is worse than we initially thought. What do you think is happening there at the cheetah spot? And uh, maybe Harrington not until later in the year or maybe medical redshirt. What do you think about that whole situation and how Oklahoma moves forward now? Yeah, that's that's a, that's something I should have mentioned earlier. I think that cheetah position all of a sudden becomes an area where they, they need to figure out what they want to do there. And regardless of how long Justin Harrington's out, not having Justin, Justin Harrington really hurts. Even if you want to look at Desan McCullough, who's obviously missed the last couple of weeks, you know, I think they're confident he's going to return pretty soon. But he's missed the last couple of weeks since his first year in the system. You look at Peyton Bowen, who got a lot of the snaps at Cheetah uh, against Tulsa and played pretty well for the most part. And, again, he's not an average freshman, but he is still a true freshman in his first year in the system and first year in college football. Losing Justin Harrington for any amount of time hurts, not only because he played pretty well through the first two weeks, but he is one of the few guys on that defense that, you know, this is his second year in the system. He's played some college football. He understands that cheetah position probably better than anybody on the roster. So, yeah, again, you know, before they get to the Texas game, let's look at these next couple of weeks and see how they handle, how the team handles that cheetah spot. You know, if Desan McCullough comes back, I think he'll get a lot of run there. I think Peyton Bowen's going to get a lot of run there. Maybe, you know, maybe someone like Reggie Pearson, maybe someone like Samuel Omasigo. But either way, yeah, I think these next two weeks are going to be pretty crucial if it's possible the team is going to be out with Justin Harrington because the cheetah position is, is critical in Venable's defense. You've got to be able to do all kinds of things. You've got to be able to rush the passer or, you know, the quarterback. You've got to be able to, to help contain against the run. You've got to be able to, to drop back in coverage. And, and they don't have a ton of options or a ton of experienced options outside of Harrington there. So, yeah, I think that's going to be one of the key positions to look at, especially this weekend to see how the snaps shake out there and see whoever gets those snaps, how they play there. 
Jesse, what did you make of this shuffling up front across the offensive line Saturday? Yeah, that's that's been a little bit interesting. I mean, Savion Bird is a guy in fall camp that that you know coaches and players were just raving about, and and you know he you know he got the start heading into week one, and and I think through you know three weeks, obviously he had the injury against Tulsa, but through the first three weeks, it's it's been you know he's it's been a little bit inconsistent there. Uh, Troy Everett got more snaps uh, against SMU than Savion Bird did there. I mean, they've played ten different guys across the offensive line uh, against Tulsa. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, there's clearly options. I mean, I thought Caden Green and Jacob Sexton uh, looked pretty good uh, against Tulsa. You know, Jacob Sexton, it was good to see him on the field after suffering the injury uh, against Florida State. But, yeah, I think this offensive line is a work in progress. And, you know, we're going to talk to uh, the play. You know, we're going to talk to players tonight and, and tomorrow. And, I, you know, I expect that we're going to get a couple offensive linemen who – uh, express that they're not fully happy with you know how the offensive line has performed the first three weeks and also that this is still very much a work in progress so if these next two games are games that OU should win this is an opportunity before the Texas game to try out different combinations on that offensive line give guys different snaps because I think you know heading into Texas you want to know what your offensive line rotation looks like and I think it's pretty clear they're still trying to figure out uh, at least a couple of those spots uh, on that on that offensive line. Good stuff, Jesse. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me on. Jesse Crittenden, OU Insider, joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Break time right here. We have one more segment to go. We're going to get locked in, top of the hour. Parker with Tyler McComas, obviously, for that hour. A lot of recruiting conversation, obviously, during that two- to three-hour getting locked in. We'll be right back here on The Ref. Nobody covers your team like the ref. If it's Sooner News and talk you want, it's right here all season long. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network, KREF.com, and worldwide on the KREF app. This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and Internet services go down, this far-reaching free service may be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Messaging and data rates may apply. Belmar Golf Club offers a whole new world of recreation and excitement. Our junior Olympic-sized swimming pool offers a family-friendly atmosphere with poolside food and beverages perfect for all types of summer pool parties. In addition to the best golf course in Oklahoma, Belmar is also a great place to hold corporate and fundraising events as well as magnificent and memorable wedding ceremonies. Call 405-364-0111 or stop by 1025 East Indian Hills Road and check out our first-class facilities and exceptional service. It's Raymond and Austin. We're back on All-Star Sports Radio. Celebrating their 30th year, our sportsbook and casino sponsor, BetUS.com, is offering a 125% sign-up bonus plus up to 30 risk-free bets. It's called Bet Protect, the perfect offer for crazy plays, like the famous butt fumble. It's the GOAT of embarrassing plays. <laughs> really, remember when you bet me you could do a live show with a GOAT as your co-host and he face-kicked you? Thankfully, I didn't take the under on that one. Anyway, folks, get Bet Protect today. The industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus plus up to 30 risk-free bets. BetUS.com, where the game begins. 
Don't be one of the powerless when extreme conditions strike. Lightning, high winds, excessive heat, or other severe conditions can leave you in the dark or worse. See the light. Contact Oklahoma Generator, the company that gives Oklahomans the power to protect their family, homes, health, business, and life. Oklahoma Generator is a certified premier Generac dealer, providing professional installation, service, and repair to keep you safe and secure. Be ready for anything. Oklahoma Generator. OKGen.com. Power to the people. You might know that State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has great service. Cindy is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Norman. So call State Farm agent Cindy Nasher at 405-307-0500 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. At Wade Electric, we care about our community. We care because we live, work, and raise our families here. We take pride in our work because not only is it a reflection of us, but it's a reflection of our community as well. Wade Electric has been serving Oklahoma since 1969. Whether it's a remodel or new construction, our qualified installers can help. Don't do it yourself. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org drive to learn more. Why did I wait so long to see a retina specialist? Retinal disease can steal your eyesight, but it doesn't have to. Patients who seek care from a retina specialist have the best chance of preventing vision loss due to age-related macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy. AMD symptoms to look out for are distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision. Patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. Why? Why do we ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right? The answer to why defines who we are. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my friends. For my community. For my family. For each other. Because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. So why do you see safe? Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. All right, Riverwind Casino, big part of the show. Get out and play with your wild card today. Get the extra entries for the 50K Harvest Winnings promotional drawings coming up this weekend. Get out there and claim your share of $50,000 in cash and bonus play. We also have another big show happening at the Showplace Theater. We just had 
uh, Chicago last Friday night, the previous Friday night. We had REO Speedwagon. We have Joe Nichols and Tyler Farr uh, show at the Showplace Theater coming up this Friday night. So that'll be outstanding as well. Uh, soon to come, Foreigner, early in October. We also have Carly Pierce coming to the Showplace Theater, October 14th. October 6th is the date for Foreigner, by the way. And then the Gin Blossoms will have, with uh, Tonic as well, a Beats and Bites show outdoors on the Coupe Works Beats and Bites stage on October 22nd. Tickets for those Beats and Bites shows are only 10 bucks a piece. Heck of an entertainment deal, the Gin Blossoms and Tonic, October 22nd for a fall Beats and Bites show. Get your tickets online at Riverwind.com or at the Casino Box Office. Another reason why Riverwind Casino is simply the best. Okay, we have time for some more text before we get out of here. Sorry today, man. I'm just, I've been feeling under the weather since Saturday. It's just something's kicking my butt pretty good. So, anyway, what do we have, Parker Thune? Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try to say his name the way that he himself would like it pronounced here. Okay. Mongo says he will still learn some things as the season continues, but PJ Adibawara might have leveled up this week. Things are starting to slow down for him. I am so befuddled at this point as to how you actually say the kid's name because the way I'd been saying it is the way that his brother had said it on mm-hmm. a TV news story five years ago. Right. And PJ himself said it quite differently at the uh, at the Future 50 last year. He introduced himself with a pronunciation that, you know, if you listen to it over and over and over again, you would have thought it, it, it sounds like Adabare. But... Uh, obviously I, I actually asked him after the game and then Mike Houck tweeted out the video of him pronouncing his own name. Yeah. And he, it is, uh, it is Addy Bowera. So I'm going to call him PJ Attaboy because he's <laughs> going to get a bunch of sacks. Attaboy, PJ. Yeah, go get him. That's what I'm going to do. So there you go. But it's interesting. Yeah. They, uh, am I still hungover? No, I don't drink anymore. So it's not that it was just a. Like a stomach bug that hit me. I had to leave the pregame show Saturday. First time in 40 years that's happened. Really? Yes. You had to leave the pregame show? Yes. I mean, I was here in studio, and they had Travis there. They had all the sound ready to go. And I I know I'm about to throw up here at any second. So I went to the bathroom during the break. Sure enough, I did. And I said, I better get going. Oof. Yeah, it was not good. Hello. And it's something still kicking my butt today. It's, It's weird. I don't know. So anyway. We we power on. But, no, I don't drink anymore, so there's no hangover. From the 405, great game for the Sooners. Still need the run game to come around. ESPN computer rankings have Ohio State number one. OU is number two. By the way, Parker Thune, did you see this? Brett McMurphy. You like Brett McMurphy? Yeah, okay. I mean, he's fine. Yeah, he's all right. He's got uh, he's Mr. Mustache, of course. It is like an old Western mustache that would work like at – the gunfight at the OK Corral, right? You could see him hanging out with Doc Holliday and, you know, Wyatt Earp and the whole, the whole crew. Well, he uh, – let me see if I can find this real quick. He has projected his new bowl projections. He's got Oklahoma and USC in the Cotton Bowl. No. Yes. Uh, yes, he does. Mule shoe versus his former employer? I don't know if he could coach in that game. Yeah, let's I see. think he might develop COVID. 
He tweeted out not long ago, my action uh, network, bowl projections, college football playoff, Georgia, Texas, and then FSU in Michigan, Cotton Bowl, USC, OU. Now, if they're available, that's your matchup, right? Do you want to play USC with Caleb Williams? I know. Okay. Okay. Who doesn't want to play USC? But what about the bitterness? If you are an OU fan. If you have any vested interest in Oklahoma football, <laughs> is there a bull matchup you would rather see than USC? Tell me that. Find me anybody on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line who would not like to see Oklahoma and USC for any reason. I mean, I'd like to see it, yes, but the painful loss to Muleshoe, I'd like to have one more year in development before that, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. You don't think Dylan Gabriel would pick apart Alex Grinch's unit? I think he would, but I think that could be a game where, you know, it's 49 to 45 or something. Who knows? Somebody in the 405 said, Muleshoe would take an NFL job and leave before the game. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it could happen. It very well could happen. No doubt about it. So, uh, Sooners in Cincinnati again. Coming up 11 a.m. on Fox. I'm not scared. I just, my only thing is, I don't know if I could handle a lost SC. I'd like to have one more year in the system. Call me a wimp. Call me whatever. Meow, whatever you want to call me. We need more dogs. I understand that. But from a middle standpoint, a loss to Mule Shoe might put me in a padded cell with a straight jacket for the rest of my life. Okay, but what would a win over USC oh, do to your man, mental health? Far, Party at the Moon Tower for a long time. You could retire at that point. Could be. Could be. All right. Uh, so, we got to get out of here. I'm watching the uh, replay of the uh, Brendan Schooler blocked kick last night in the Patriots game. Are we going to have we just hire sprinters now to sprint just to come in and block kicks and block punts? We'll see. I ain't scared of SC, I can tell you that. I want mule shoe with everything I have. No, I'd be up for it. Okay, we got to get out of here. I want to thank, again, Oklahoma Generator for sponsoring our number two. And again, thanks to the one and only Riverway Casino. We've got another show happening Friday night. Showplace Theater, Joe Nichols and Tyler Farr. Get your tickets at riverwind.com. We'll see you. For the latest recruiting and Sooner news.